All right, guys, what's up? Welcome into this edition of Our Thoughts here on the Brews on the Balcony Podcast Network. TJ Weber back with you, bringing the heat as always. And uh, today we're joined by the great Zach Zook. Zook, what's up, brother? Hey, uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's 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 been a while since I feel like I've spoken into a microphone. Duh, is it? I of, know because you stopped you know, the doing the current events of the world. The football show you paused it what mid June, which again we don't blame you because of not only it's off season for football, but then you have Corona shit going on. So and we get it, we get it. But it, you know, it's like riding a bike. Once you get back into it, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're gonna start ramping it up again soon. I, I figured, you know, I, I knew I wanted to get somewhat of a a summer summer break, I guess, if you will. I feel that. But we're we're borderline year round, like ten months with the football show. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's been good. It, it's good though to uh, get on get on and talk about something. You know, yeah. uh, like you said, riding the bike and uh, you know, po- polishing things up before we get rolling on Sundays real quick. So we brought Zook on, you know, I kind of have thought about doing more of these, our thoughts. We really enjoyed, uh, recording. We haven't recorded one. I don't think since late July. Um, but we've been getting some good listens, some good, uh, some good numbers on them too. So I think people enjoy the conversations and Zook's a guy that we brought on. He's been doing some great shit for us in the football stuff, but I don't think a lot of people know his background. So we kind of wanted to bring Zook on, talk about, you know, where he's from, what where he started in broadcasting, and kind of how he got in touch with us. Um, but also talk about the football show, you know, what we kind of have planned for the future and uh, kind of how the sky is the limit with the talent I believe we have and, and kind of the layout we're going to put together, not only for this year, but for future years down the road. So, Zook, man, I mean, tell some of these people that don't know about you, you know, what's your story? I know you're from Bloomington, Illinois. I know a lot of your broadcast history, but kind of uh, where did it all start for you? Yeah, I mean, as you said, I'm from I'm from Bloomington, um, and I've kind of, I feel like I've lived all over the Midwest at this point. I've lived in Illinois, Wisconsin. Um, I've lived in Columbia, and now I live in St. Louis. So, uh, and my whole family's from Michigan, so we're up there constantly. So I feel like I've kind of been all over the Midwest. But yeah, uh, born and raised in Bloomington, Illinois, and just been you know been a sports guy, football guy specifically my whole life. Um, from pretty much. I'd say high school on football's kind of been my deal. Yeah. Um, before that, I was really I was really big into hockey. I loved playing hockey. We got uh, ice in my town. We didn't have ice until I was in I think like seventh eighth grade. So there was only so much you could do. And I remember when we got ice, that was like the biggest deal in the world to really? like play ice hockey instead of roller hockey. Huh. So I, I I loved playing hockey, but then. You know, as as I got to high school, football, you know, took over. I just I just love football. So yeah. uh yeah, that's that's kind of how I started out. And then I actually um uh played a little bit for a small division three school up in uh Menominee, Wisconsin. Oh wow. northwest Wisconsin. It's like the same longitude line as the Twin Cities in, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, mm-hmm. but it's like two hours east. So it was cold yeah. up there. Oh yeah. And uh that's kind of when I realized that I, cause I was undecided. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people don't are, are similar to me and don't know what they want to do, but uh, most people, you know, have a major picked out by the time they get to school. And so I was undecided. I had no idea. I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I kind of stumbled into, you know, journalism and stuff almost by accident. I took a, I took an honors English course uh, my first semester at Wisconsin Stout, and I was placed there by accident. I was supposed to be in the regular English course, and I ended up in the honors course by accident. True story. You're like this, sucks. and I didn't find out until like six weeks into the semester. I was like, "Hey, oh. am I like?" But they had registered me for it, and so I I figured it out. I was like, hey, "I am I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be a, a part of this. Like, I'm not in the honors college, you know? Like, like this is really <laughs> hard. I like the teacher. I liked the class." And so, you know, I ended up, I ended up getting a pretty good grade in that class. I was like, you know what? I think, I think I want to do more, you know, like English, like more writing, more journalism. And so once I uh, decided I wasn't going to play football anymore, I mean, the pretty, it was pretty, it was a pretty, you know, short leap to go. I think I want to do journalism. I think, uh, you know, there's a place four hours from my house. That's one of the best in the world. Mm -hmm. Might as well go there. And I luckily I had, you know, I had like the 
test scores. And I didn't, I didn't have enough college hours. So they just took like my test score. I didn't even have to do anything. They just took my ACT and I was in. So it was, it was a real short leap then from accidental honors English to journalism at Mizzou. It's good shit, man. I mean, that's the, that's the cool thing is, you know, I hear about how you were at Mizzou, but I never heard of the story, how you got there. And I don't know if anybody else is breezing past this. I'm not. I'm going to stop and say that if your town had a sheet of ice earlier in your life, you would have been a hockey guy, not a football guy. I mean, this could be a totally different scenario right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, hey, it's possible. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. So, you know, my whole family's from Michigan. We're big Wolverines fans, but we're big Red Wings fans, too, growing up. I'm sorry so, to hear that. And they had just a dynasty. They just had a dynasty when I was Oh, I remember, you know, Zook. I, I, I grew up a Chris Pronger, Al McInnes guy, baby. <laughs> I, I know all about the fucking Red Yeah, Wings. there you go. Yeah. Yep, so so they, I think they won back-to-back in 96, 97. I was a little, well, 97, 98. I was a little too early to remember those, but my dad got all, like, the championship. Back then, they were VHSs. But my dad got all the, you know, like, the championship VHS. And I used to, like, watch those things a couple times a year. And then they won again in 02. No, we remember. And I think they won oh, again. Yeah. What was it? 08, I think. Sure. And that was our last yeah, one. That so. was it. 08. But yeah, that was that was definitely what drove the uh, the hockey love. And I didn't realize, you know, it, being in, in Illinois, in the Midwest, hockey wasn't that big in my town. So we were kind of outliers as big hockey fans. You, you always had to ask whenever you went to the bar or anything to get it turned on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't realize how big of a hockey town St. Louis has become. It's such a hotbed for talent you got the kachucks down here and all sorts of talented players now again we can we're going to go back into you know zook's story from a zoo and how we got in touch and met and uh and turned into what is now the the great botb football show which has turned into five different names but i think we finally found a home and found a good name for it um but you know zook i gotta go ahead and talk about your fandom in sports so before i get to that let me just mention whenever zook's family came into town last year for a football show at Cafe T, every single person <laughs> in his group had a different shirt of a different team in the NFC North. Someone had Lions because of TJ Hawkinson. You guys are close with him, I think, related, correct? Or is that a... Yeah, well, no, uh, my girlfriend's cousins with him. I think they're second cousins. Gotcha. So that's where the connect. I, I think they're second connection. cousins. Okay, because you went yeah, and watched so him play. I'm not related to him. Right, right, right. You you went to Arizona and watched him play against the Cardinals. I remember that because he yep. missed the first week. Um, but I remember it was someone had a Lions jersey. Your dad had a Bears jersey. You had a Packers jersey. Someone else had a Vikings. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like are these guys yeah, like we're all over the board, all over the board. <laughs> so tell me about that first, and then I'll get to the fandom with you because I believe you are a White Sox fan, a Packers fan, a Michigan Wolverines fan, and a Detroit Red Wings. So it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my family, you know, well, it's mainly my dad. Like my mom's, you know, she's she'll watch for his benefit, but she's not really all that into it. Yeah, you know, like she she'll root for the Packers just just for me and my brother to be happy. You right. Know? She's like, oh, I win for you. She's she couldn't really care. <laughs> uh, but but my dad was a big he was a big Lions fan, you know, because he and my mom they went to Western Michigan, so they're all from Michigan. Sure. And so that, that was a natural fandom. But then when they moved down here, he was a he was pretty much a fan of the Lions. Then he was kind of a Bears fan just because geographical and all his friends were. But he's still pretty much a Lions guy. And, and the then Lions after the 0-16 season, yeah, I get it. he yep. was like, yep. I-, I can't do this anymore. I understand. So I understand. then he flipped yep. over to the Bears. And, you know, I, I give him kind of a hard time because he kind of just floats between the two between the bears and the lions and i'm like you can't do that yeah, they you play in the pick same division gotta pick a team yeah so yep. so I, I think he's a bears guy now I, I think he's a bears guy but he'll still you know he always has that lions that lions fan rooted in him like if the lions you know make the playoffs he's rooting his ass off right for him. so right. uh yeah he just kind of he just kind of likes them both yeah. I, I don't really know what the that's pretty much the best answer I can give. I it's think unacceptable. That's the one thing that if he ever gives you shit about sports, he give you like, look, man, you're you're a Bears and Lions fan. Like, relax. Like, you can't even pick a team. Like, you just have like that over him forever. Is that he can't fucking pick a team? I mean, that's that's sports fandom yeah. 101 right there. No, no, and I think like it's just the geographic thing. Like, it's a bummer for him that they're division rivals because it wouldn't be a big deal if one was AFC and one was NFC. Yeah, like my dad's a huge Cardinals fan, and I'm a huge White Sox fan. But like, I I don't mind the Cardinals. Like, I root for the Cardinals just because he likes the Cardinals. They're like kind of my second team, I right. guess, if you will. Sure, but 
they play in a totally different league, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like if they played, it's White Sox all, all day. Right. Like I don't know who he roots for when the Bears play the Lions. I feel like I like now I think he's a Bears guy. But if the Lions were like nine and six and the Bears were, you know, five and ten, he would want the Lions to win. <laughs> so he's a guy you that know, has want, two he jerseys want, on. He'd want them to make the playoffs. So if the Lions are winning, he has a Lions jersey on. And if the Lions get down by 14, he takes it off, and there's the Bears jersey all of a sudden type of thing. I get yeah, it. He's, got, he's got paraphernalia <laughs> of both just ridden throughout the house. It's okay. You know, he's not as worse as our new uh, producer, Nick Tolley, who, uh, again, we're, we're happy to have. But Nick Tolley showed up to Cafe Telegraph last year with a Patriots jersey and a Yankees hat. He's the worst type of person. I know. Yeah, he really is. And, and I think we told him that that day. Uh, that's just, it's just, you know, just brings out the worst. Like, it, it brings out the worst in every fandom. And, and Nick just rolled it all into one. I'm like, Where, where's Lakers, your where's your Alabama socks? Yeah, where's your Lakers shorts? Like, I'm waiting yeah, exactly, for Yeah, exactly, exactly. He probably is a Crimson Tide guy, too. Yeah, son of a bitch. I can't believe we just brought him on. Um, but, no, I, I, I was curious about that because the day I walked into that football show, and I saw your whole family with four different NFC North shirts. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Um, so yeah, I you know, that was... like our, our, my high school friend group too, the same way. Like one of my friends is a diehard Vikings guy, Colby. You know, oh he, yeah, Wedwick, sure, sure. With, with the show, we played played the Pick'em League, and then uh, we have a couple buddies that are big Bears fans. So the only one we're missing is is Lions. But yeah, they're like the whole division practically is represented <laughs> among like four or five, you know, friends. So I love. We it. always. It, it always gets a little tense. That like, makes it interesting, though. I mean, that sounds like a, yeah. that honestly sounds like some kind of like reality show you guys could do, and then we'll put it on the Brews like Brews account somehow. You guys record <laughs> yourselves like during football Sundays, and gotta be. There's fantastic. a lot of shit talking, a lot. I love it. It makes it interesting, and I get. I understand the Lions situation. I unfortunately, I I was a Rams fan. It was nice when I was a kid, uh, but then that whole fiasco. So I had to pick a team, and then I picked the Lions back in the day, and. Stuck with them. Yeah, why did you pick the Lions? Well, honestly, Zook, because I would call myself a real fan. I don't sit there like some of my friends that became Patriots fans after they won two Super Bowls. I take an underdog. I was a huge Calvin Johnson guy, Matthew Stafford, Javid Best. That team was a lot of fun to watch. And then, yeah. of course, Javid gets, you know, his whatever it was, eight, like 10th concussion. Guy was, I mean, just he had to retire. And then Calvin retires, and now Stafford, just poor guy, is just out there on an island. Um, so do you just like watching them? Is that kind of how you gravitated towards them? Yeah. So the Ram is actually before the Rams left. It was like 2000 and I'd like to say 10 probably when I just couldn't, the same thing with your dad and the lions. I just couldn't do it anymore with the Rams. Um, I just, I had no, there was just no fun for me. It wasn't fun to watch the Rams play. I just fucking hated watching them play. Uh, and I decided to, to get off of it and, and go find another team. And the Lions at the time, again, I was just – I played wide receiver in high school. It was not that great. But, I mean, I just loved watching Calvin Johnson. Like, that dude was yeah an absolute Megatron. beast. I mean, Megatron. You don't get that nickname unless you can catch a ball. We saw that game against Cincinnati where he caught a ball, a touchdown pass over three defenders. I mean, the dude was unbelievable, and it sucked that he had to be with a franchise like the Lions and had to retire early. So, But I, uh, I, I was happy to, to – be able to root for somebody like that. I was a huge Stafford guy. Just from day one watching him play, he was just he just had balls of steel and had a fucking cannon, and it was just it was just a fun, interesting team to watch, but also a team that had never done anything. So I was like, this is a perfect team to kind of jump into. And, oh, and yeah. uh, I will say, I'm I would say I'm a Lions fan still, but overall, you know, I, I root for my fantasy teams first. I root for my picks first, and then the Lions yeah. are kind of secondary. But I, I would call myself a fan. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, it, it helps that the team wins, you know. Right. Like, yeah. The white the White Sox are finally good this year. They're and I fucking feel like awesome. I, my God. fandom has been rejuvenated. But like, this is the first time they'd be on track to make the playoffs since '08, and they got beat by the Rays in four games. Yeah. And like, that's that's it. And it, well, then they won in '05. That was like what cemented my fandom. But there hasn't been a whole lot to root for from 2008 to now. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, like I love baseball. I love the Sox and everything. But I just. I just like watching sweet players, you know, like when the Sox suck, like I I just want to watch fun teams for sure. So, uh, like I was a big fan of those, uh, I bandwagoned to those pirates teams, like with McCutcheon. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 uh, Who else did they have back then? My dad took me to PNC park out in Pittsburgh. McCutcheon, Starling, high school, Starling Marte, uh, Josh Harrison, 
Uh, yeah. Oh, Josh Harrison was my dude. Josh Harrison was great. Loved Josh Harrison. I can't think of their pitching staff. Did they have Garrett Cole then, or was that before he was? I think. Yeah. I don't know if it was before Cole. That was their. That was always their problem. They never had any pitching. Right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, their their lineup was sweet. Yeah. And uh, they had all these guys in the pipeline, and it just never it never really happened for them. But it, I was never like the the biggest fan. But I was like, man, McCutcheon is awesome. He's legit. This Josh Harrison guy is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they were really fun for a couple years. But they, like that's like that's the little stuff that I rooted for because it's like when your team sucks, like there's not a whole lot. Like well, what? I'm gonna go watch them lose by you know eight <laughs> runs again. You yep. know, like hundred yep. percent. So much you can do. So, so I don't blame you. Yeah, fantasy team first, and if the Lions are good, then I then we start thinking about playoffs. Right. Maybe I maybe I get get a little bit more energized. Yeah, hundred percent. I hate betting against them because again, it's it's like a, you're going against your own team. But I mean, that's you have to make a pick. It's you don't pick with your heart. You pick with your brain. And sometimes uh, you know, and the Lions are getting fourteen and a half, or, or I mean, I mean, I guess they're only getting three, and they're playing the Packers. Like I'm taking the fucking Packers. Like it's you know, it's just it's just a <laughs> smart play. So anyway, I was I was curious because every time you know I hear people that are fans of like different teams and different cities, I'm always curious how it goes. So had to get to know it. Um, so let's talk about whenever you and me kind of met. So I believe you reached out to me. I want to say was it 2018 or I think it was 18. And uh, yeah, it would have been 18. 18. So I was at Lindenwood. I started in 2017 in August. Zook reached out to me. I believe it was early 2018, though. It would have been my first year there. It was like, it, well, so I had emailed, I think, Mike. Yeah. Uh, who was, who, you know, used to work at Lindenwood and was, what was he, associate athletic director? Yeah, he he ran communications communications and game day yeah, department. So, so I had, uh, when I, before I graduated Mizzou, I knew I was going to move to St. Louis. I knew I needed to, you know, kind of like get on it. So from basically that summer then to my December graduation, I had been like, you know, looking into my options, seeing like, what, what, what can I do? Uh, I'd never been to St. Louis outside of visiting it. So, uh, I was trying, you know, the best I could to get a feel for the landscape. And so towards the end of the semester, I, you know, wrote up all the different colleges that, uh, you know, had, had athletics and I wrote them all down and I sent them all emails and Lindenwood was my first choice. I was like, if I really if I somehow get a choice, nice. I, I want to like Lindenwood is the outside the blues and slew in the Cardinals, <laughs> right. which is all like, you know, unattainable jobs, like, that I feel like felt like was the biggest athletics and they had football. And whereas like some of the other smaller, you know, schools around the area did not um, like, like I think uh, I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking on the Tritons TJ. Oh, I'm so. Umsel, yeah. yeah. Umsel. Like Umsel doesn't have a football team. Umsel right? doesn't have football. SIUE over in Edwardsville, Illinois doesn't have football either. But they're all they're D1. Right. And so so I knew also I'd had a couple of buddies that were recruited to Lindenwood. So I knew it was a huge athletic school. And i I knew the school was freaking nice. I'd driven past it before, I'd spent a little time on the campus. I knew I, I was like, that is the place I want to be. Well, I don't I didn't really hear anything, you know, for a month or two. I had I had talked with uh somebody over at maryville i think i talked with somebody at mckendry but nothing really solid you know it is really hard much harder than i anticipated and so then mike emails me back i think it must have been like february uh and i had sent it sent him over like christmas break and so i i didn't think he's gonna answer me right like two months later he sends me an email he's like hey you know like we got we, we had some stuff come up and uh you know if you're interested i'll get i'll put you in touch with tj and uh we'll you know see how it goes and so i think i don't know if you remember this but i think the first thing we did together was uh we were freezing (laughs) our balls off doing a baseball game on like a tuesday night i it must have been like 35 degrees it was so cold dude it was i remember that's the first time for anybody that doesn't know so college baseball starts for most uh, most teams in late February, and you might be saying that's bullshit. I promise you, it's not because I remember clearly how my balls felt outside. Uh, because you know, a lot of schools we have a press box, but it's not big enough at Lindenwood to fit everybody. So you have to have people running stats, running music, all this good stuff. So we had to be outside, which again during the spring is beautiful. I mean, it's a nice seventy degree day, a little breeze. It's it's beautiful. When it's 45 degrees and then with wind chill, it's about 30. 
I mean, try not only to talk without your teeth chattering and call a, a long home run or something, but it's a nine-inning game. So, yes, Zook got the uh, experience right away and uh, and held held through like a champ. Yeah, that that's the thing that is so difficult about it. It's like, and, and every year since, you know, like, Every year since we, I started doing it and working at Linwood, and I, I love, I love, you know, working with the team there, and uh, hopefully we'll be back calling games, you know. I yeah, think, for sure. Uh, hopefully for sure. January, fingers crossed, maybe. Yeah. Um, so, but but every year since I'm always in the gym and like conference play starts winding down for the men and women's, and I always think in the back of my head like, here comes baseball season. <laughs> We're gonna be outside doing baseball and softball, and it's gonna be like 40 degrees. And the Lubrock Sports Complex, I, I think baseball fields in general just have this issue. There's always so much wind. Yes. At, at baseball stadiums so and complexes. There always seem to be like on a plateau with wind just blowing straight in your face. Oh, yeah. And that's no fun for anybody. No. And so, it's yeah, just and, and it's, not, it's not like it's oh. basketball. Two quick two hour game. You got. I mean, it's three, three and a half hours sometimes to get through oh, one. God. So and it's just you're sitting there. I I know that I notice whenever Zook call these games now, you can tell he's learned to add at least two more layers on every single time he goes out there. He he learned the hard oh, yeah. way in the first year, <laughs> and I, I thought he was gonna get you know pneumonia or something. The poor guy. First game he does for the school, <laughs> and now he's out for another two weeks with pneumonia. So I'm glad uh, God, it's all all right. Well, well, you know the weird thing about that too was like I knew it was cold, right? Like I knew it was gonna be cold, and the sun's going down. But I'm like I had never been out there. I didn't know if Mike was gonna be out there. You know, I hadn't met you in person before. I didn't think I was like, what's the dress code? Like I, I don't think I can just you know, slum it just to be warm. So I tried to like look nice. I think all I had on was like a, a North face. Yes. And then I had yes. on like a collared shirt. No gloves, underneath. no hat, no it nothing. Was, yep. It was rough. So then after I had surveilled, you know, how that was going to go, then the next time, you know, I got the, had the full winter hat, the gloves, whole nine. And then uh, remember when the hot, the hot chocolate machine broke. So about two games into the season, hot chocolate machine goes to shit. And I mean, that's the only thing we could look forward to is hot chocolate in about the fifth inning. It'll warm us up yeah. a little bit. Broken. Done. Oh, yeah. Anytime I did a softball doubleheader after the first game, straight to the hot chocolate <laughs> machine, hang out in the concessions for like 20 minutes oh, and, God. you know, barely make it in, barely make it back in time to go on air for like the lineups. <laughs> it's good, good <laughs> times, man. Up. Just good times. So Zook and I start yeah, doing I miss it. I miss it. We got to yeah, get back no. on. I think the last time I called a game was, I mean, you too probably, right? It was February. Basketball, yeah. It would have been, uh, yeah, I guess, so. late February or early March, I think. I was doing video for a conference tournament, so I guess, yeah, it would have been late February. Um, but, yeah, I've done play-by-play -play in a bit, man. But Yeah, uh, it's been a while. It'll be really nice to get to get back. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be kind of a kind of a weird feeling when we're back. Yeah, I, honestly, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I don't know how to take the situation at this point. You know, it would, they canceled fall sports for all colleges. I know uh, Division One's doing a little bit different. Some are canceling, some are going. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, the way this thing's going, I, they say it's going to get, get worse when it gets colder. So I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if the, there's going to be a shot at it, but hopefully we get a chance to, to reunite on the airwaves, man, as far as play-by-play -play goes. But, uh, you know, we've been yeah, lucky yeah, enough. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I don't know the right answer. Like, I think the the main thing is, you know, I just feel bad for all the kids. Yeah, like, like I, I too. like when I was playing at Stout, like I can't imagine if, you know, you're going into like your first semester of college, first season of like college athletics, or if you're a senior, even worse for seniors. <sighs> yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, well, you worked your whole life and it's just done. Yeah. And because, then eligibility is you know, it's, a mess right now with everybody and new freshmen coming in, other seniors, that opportunity to stay another year. Like I get it, but at the same time, it's going to screw everything up with the uh, with uh, scholarships. Well, well, and regardless, like we had we had several seniors that would they were eligible for medical redshirts because you know tore the ACL or something like that. But if you're done with school, you don't want to stay an extra year. You're right. ready to get on you're with done, your professional start your life. life. So right. So yeah, it's just it's just a crappy situation all around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Zook and I started calling games together and. You know, I could tell he he's a Mizzou guy. I mean, right away, you know, you, you can tell when somebody has talent. You can tell when somebody knows what the fuck they're doing. Um, and I think we learned a lot from each other. I mean, I think that's what's cool about, you know, getting to kind of work with new people with broadcasting is you kind of pick up things that, that each other do and you kind of talk about shit. And uh, especially if you have a good rapport off of air, too, I think it just makes the broadcast better. 
you know, I kind of like whenever Zook and I, we've, we've called, I think now baseball, softball, football, and basketball together. Um, which, which is hard to do. I mean, cause all every sport obviously has different cadence and they have different ways of talking, but it, you have to know when to chime in as a second guy, you need to know how to f- let the second guy get his words in if you're the lead man. So we both have kind of sat in the positions where Zook stepped in right away for football uh, in year two. And, you know, he just, I could tell he knows the game. Not only does he know the game, but he knows how to broadcast. Like this kid is good where he, he watches me. He knows the cadence of broadcasting. He's a pro. And I said, he's going to be really talented. And I knew right away that like we had a good chemistry on air. Like I've, I've known, Probably since the first broadcast, you know, on baseball, which is to me the easiest to broadcast with two people. You just have a conversation, call the game, that it was going to be good. And then I knew right away when we had that first football game, and I'm like, fuck, this kid knows football. <laughs> now we got another interesting conversation we have to have. So, Zook, tell me about, uh, you know, the, the first football broadcast we started doing together and, and your thoughts on that. No, that was, I mean, probably not a big deal to you at that point. Cause you had been on, you had done the whole previous season on one-on-one, but you know, like I grew up watching, you know, sports center every day. I, I used to wake up and nobody would believe this now because I'm such like, I love to sleep in and I'm always so grouchy if I don't get my sleep, but I used to wake up an hour early so I could go downstairs and watch like sports center and Mike and Mike, you know, before I went to school. And so it was, it was really cool that they had the games on that station and all, you know, your, uh, in between the commercial breaks, we got like Stephen A. advertising whatever. You know, it, it was just it was just kind of cool to to be be involved at that level or to be on a station like that in a major U.S. city. Like I didn't I didn't see that happening at least not so quickly when I graduated. So I was pretty nervous for that. Yeah, sure. But uh, didn't show it. So, you didn't show it. What was so huge though, and what really put me at ease was the fact that you and I had gotten to work together in the spring. So it wasn't like it was our first time on air together. We had already been on, I think we even did a couple basketball games before the spring. Mm-hmm. Then we did the whole spring. So it wasn't like I was brand new, which that was, that was big. That was invaluable. But uh, yeah, man, that football season was so much fun. Oh, it was and great. Uh, yeah. you know, uh, last season was a little different and I, I don't know what the future holds moving forward. One thing I always try to, you know, keep it at the forefront of your mind. Like you never know when something's going to end. Sure. So you just like, like the, like the coronavirus, like we, you never know when your time broadcasting a certain game or a certain gig, you know, uh, that you enjoy, like you you never know when that's just going to go away. Definitely decide to go in a different direction. It's, it's, uh, it's a, I, I forget the word I'm looking for. It is a, it is a, a fickle business sometimes. Yes, definitely. That's the word I was looking for. It, it can be that way. So uh, you definitely have to just enjoy the moment. And that season was so much fun. And, I, and I'll, I'll never forget it. Being on the bus and uh, kind of hard. I mean, hard work too, but uh, really fun. Yeah, really fun. for sure. And again, so Zook and I got to know each other more, you know, being on the road together and obviously doing the games and everything. And we started talking. And again, when you hear his broadcast, you're like, this guy knows football. But then you talk about the NFL with him. And he's talking about like the fucking third string left tackle for the Packers back in 2007. And I'm sitting there like thinking I know football. And this guy is rattling off college names. And he's rattling off who's going to go drafted in the third round this year. And I mean, I'm like, holy shit. This kid's like a fucking football encyclopedia. Like, first of all, he's a great broadcaster. He's a good dude. He, he, I know he's good on the mic and he's fun, and he's a he's a football encyclopedia. How can we make You're really this buttering work? me up today, dude? I'm telling, and I also tell you this <laughs> because I have to do it because the, my other point was like you're one of the most humble people ever. Like every time I say you got talent and you do this and that, like I, I can't tell you how many people have literally come up to me or have said like that football show is awesome and that Zach's look, holy shit, unbelievable, like. Literally, that's what they say. I've heard multiple people say that to me, including Big Web. Uh, you know who's been Keep watching. Keep listening, guys. Do it, man. And and that's we're ha- we're happy to have you because my dad keeps saying shit like we gotta we gotta have Zook while he's still here before he takes off before he takes <laughs> off. <laughs> I said, I said, man. I tell you what, I want Zook here forever. I hope we can continue to grow to be big enough where we're all staying together. But if he gets a big job out of this. Fucking God bless him, and we're going to have him on from time to time. Whatever has to happen, because 
He's got. I'll talent. be here for a while. You're, it's it's. I hope I'll we be here grow for a little while. Hope we grow it. We all become full time in this. I, I really I really hope so. But anyway, so what I'm saying is, we get to this point where I'm like, all right, we we are looking for talent for Brews on the Balcony for you know new shows for you know this this new platform we've created. Nick and Nick Yale and I. Anybody that is listening to this, I'm sure you know Nick. Uh, me started this back in 2017. And our whole plan was to kind of start a network. But, you know, we had friends reach out about doing things, and we kind of are both prof- we're both professionals, or we like to call ourselves professionals in the business. And it was important to us to get somebody and get to get people on board that were not only talented, uh, passionate about it, but also willing to work their ass off and willing to be consistent because nothing's worse than getting content out there that you like from an entity and then they stop and they're not consistent and it's just you don't know when it's going to happen and so you 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 stop listening. So I, I said that's those are the four main keys. They have to get along with us, obviously, and it's it's just it's a lot of things you have to pass to get there. And I said Zook's got it all. Um, I wonder if he'd be interested. And sure enough, luckily, Zook had been doing a podcast already back in the day. He enjoyed doing that side of it as well. And brought him in the football show. I think Zook and I did by ourselves. Dad popped in from time to time two years ago. Um, and it just flowed well. And I think it worked well. And then we decided to add Nick and Dad last last year. And um, it's just been continuing to grow. I, I really like it. So, Zook, I, I just want to ask your opinion on how you think, you know, joining up with us has been, um, you know, off on the bruise on the balcony side of it. And, uh, you know, how you've been enjoying doing the football show. No, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. Like I had initially started uh, that podcast in college, which was kind of like a scary thing to do at first because I was, I guess, what you would call a late bloomer. I didn't really, I knew I wanted to do, you know, sports journalism and stuff, but I didn't really know I wanted to do broadcasting or play-by-play. I guess I always knew, but I never knew, you know, that mm-hmm. sort of thing until really my last year when I started really thinking about what I wanted to do after this. Like you don't really think about it. And then all of a sudden it's coming to an end. You're like, well, I better kind of get my, figure this out. So uh, I had started that initially just to, just to like work out kinks. Cause I knew I was going to suck. You're, Everybody you're, does, even man. If you have a certain, even if you have a certain baseline or maybe if you start out further ahead than other people, it's, it's, you grow. I knew I was just only going to get better or improve to a point where I wouldn't feel embarrassed about myself if I just did it. And I fit. And so I just, I just, I, it was like on audacity with like my, oh, yeah. my Apple headphones is how I, how I did it. And, and it was, uh, that's how I kind of started it and I enjoyed it. So when, uh, we talked about doing the football show that first year, I, I was full steam ahead. I mean, I was like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like you actually have, more professional stuff it's we got a whole studio and we're putting stuff on instagram and then i think it really like it was fun the first year Mm. but this past season in 2019 when we added on uh nick we added on big web more permanently we you know got the deal with cafe t we had some other uh sponsors yeah i think we had what four or five yeah for the fall i mean Mm -hmm. it just kind of kind of came out of nowhere yeah so uh we got a lot of you know, traction, I felt like in the comments depended on the Sunday, but, uh, more viewer interaction than like exponentially than anything else we had done before. Yeah. At least that I had been a part of. So I thought that was really cool. And, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of grew from there. And so I, I am really excited to see, you know, where it goes this year, because now I think that it's even, could be even more interesting and could, could be an even bigger opportunity for us now with coronavirus and everything. People can't really go anywhere. Yeah. We're going to have to do, this, do the show from the studio, but everybody else is going to be at home, you know, b- before the game. So you may actually get, you know, more traction on the Facebook live and, uh, th- than we had before. So I'm really excited for that. And then, and then the midweek show too, we're going to be doing that. I think, um, mostly in studio which i think is going to be great just up the professionalism because sometimes i'd be having to squeeze that in between you know my my job and dinner and mowing the lawn and stuff so sometimes it just uh it wasn't at the quality level at which i would like sure so i i think it's i think it's only upwards from here and uh i i thought last year was a big jump and uh you know it's it's gonna be tough with nick Nick, you know, jumping ship. Yeah. Yeah. In Reno, a little asshole. But, uh, (laughs) 
uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to make it work. And uh, hopefully he doesn't, uh, hopefully he doesn't, did he win picks last year? Or did you? So it depends how you, you do won, it. You? If you're going, so our panel picks, we do top seven or top four games, toilet bowl, lock and underdog. Uh, Nick won that, but I won the overall pick them for everybody. So I'd yeah. say overall, overall kind of Matt. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Nick. Well, yeah. Well, I was the number one. I was the number one guy. All I know is I finished last. I finished oh, last yeah. is all I know. So, uh, we got to get, uh, guard, the gardener snake, gardener Minshew and, uh, <laughs> Nick off the, off the top spot this year. Oh, he's not, he's not going to be even close. You know, that's the thing is like, I think you learned a now lot. Now he's though. got all this insider bookie information. See, man. that's now, the thing. Reno. He knows he's about them tied lines. Into the scene. He knows the scene. And, and that's, I think that's what you learned too. You learned more about the gambling side of it. You know, a lot of the analytical stuff, but I think you learned a lot about the, the gambling side of it. Too yeah, no, I suck year. at it. I'm terrible. <laughs> What was your record last year? Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. Well, so uh, on the pit on the picks, it no. was it was bad. It was picks. Like, you were like fifteen under, fifteen under, or something. Yeah, maybe more. yeah. Well, like I can I can pretty much tell you with a decent enough regularity who's going to win. But as far as the point spread, I like I don't know apples from oranges. You yeah. know, like I I would really struggle. But it's fun but when it? you would, you know, yeah, when you would hit, when you would get like six out of seven picks, when you'd hit that, you know, that team, you're like, you know, I got kind of got a feeling about them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got this, this evidence behind it. You're like, I think this is going to happen. I think this is going to happen. And then it goes exactly the way you think it's going to go. Oh, the best. You're like, yes. It's all the best, man. Oh, yeah, it's fun. I, what I'm excited about this year, too, is that anybody that watched last season, I was very happy. So I usually don't bring out numbers to the audience, but. I'm pretty. We're pretty proud of it. We had over seventeen thousand minutes watched last year on our shows. That means live recorded Ooh. everything. Um, That's a golf clap, right there. Yeah, yeah. Very, very exciting shit. I think it was over. I don't. I don't do math well. Over two hundred hours or something, um, which is very, very. You know, it makes me happy. I mean, because we work our ass off, and you know, Nick and I especially. You say seventeen thousand minutes. Seventeen thousand minutes divided by well, just divided by yeah, sixty. But also, I don't know how many shows we did. That doesn't almost really three hundred. Three hundred. Okay, so almost three hundred uh, hours viewed, which is great. Which is great. And what I'm excited about is that I don't I don't rest until it's better. So I've made new layouts this year. We've made new transitions. Uh, my dog Cooper will be involved uh, as well as I believe Lulu will be involved <laughs> in the picks. So we'll see if uh, the dogs kick our ass this year in the in the pick 'em panel. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think anybody knew this last year, but uh, we we got our dog involved in the picks. Jordan, it's like her favorite thing to do of the week. She sits the dog down and puts like two treats down, and has her pick the games. And the sad thing is, my dog pretty much outpicked me. I'd say like half the weeks. Yeah. So so there's that. <laughs> So if you nothing lose more your humbling dog, than a dog out picking you. But it's sometimes I'm going to take his picks just to see how he does. You know what I mean? Just yeah, to no, see how I, they do. I started, I started, uh, you know, rolling with Lulu towards the end. And you know there was one, <laughs> uh, you know there was one that uh, Jordan, because uh, Jordan got so invested in it that there was one week where I think she forgot to do it. It was like because you have to do the Thursday night game. Oh yeah, that's always always the damn Thursday night game. Yeah, you always forget to do that one. So she didn't have time to do it. So, so she just picked one, I think, or, or Lulu picked one team and she was like, Ooh, you know, I don't think that team's going to cover. Like it was like, I don't know. It was like a lopsided matchup, like the chiefs versus the Raiders or something. And Lulu picked the Raiders to cover. And so she's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know about that one. She was so invested. She like changed it. And sure enough, like the Raiders covered. Oh, and I was like, there God. you go. You don't mess with Lulu's picks. Letter she knows. She knows what what's happening. So I want to take both our dogs this year every week. Record them. I don't know if we'll do. I guess we can try to do uh, the main picks. I don't know how we can do underdog and lock. We'll, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll just like have. I'll have to bring my dog to the studio one week. That'd be fun. She's got a. I think she's got a Packers jersey. Really? Yeah, we got her one. Oh, see, that's yeah. cool. I gotta get Cooper one. Yeah. Or some kind of football jersey. Um, see, see, our dog's pretty little, so that's pretty easy. It might be hard, harder to do. Coop's, Coop's a Coop's beast. A big boy. He's like an eighty-five pounder. That that beast. Yeah, maybe not that. Yeah, I mean, big. he he's walks. Six. He locks doors like it's nothing. God, fucking, he's such an <laughs> asshole sometimes, man. I uh, I'm excited about it though because I found out a way too where we can make little spoof videos per during the week and then play them on the show. So I had this other idea, Zook. I don't know if you know about it, but the punishment video stuff. 
where yeah no yeah yeah did so, we decide on anything well i think i got a good one it would be live on the show so and i don't <laughs> know oh, I, 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 I don't know if i want to hear oh this. You're, you're already in though i mean that's the thing like you, we said we're gonna spice it up we're spicing it up man so what we're doing <laughs> all right yeah let's hear it <laughs> if you're last like the previous week if you're last on the on the panel so between us four let's say you get two wins the rest of us get higher Zook then, one of my punishments is that he will have to call a member of his family in his phone book. So I'm going to give a random letter, let's say J. If you have, you got to scroll through J until you find a family member. If you find Uncle Jerry, you need to call Uncle Jerry live on the show and tell him how much you suck at, pick, at picking football games. Doesn't matter if you haven't talked to him in a year. Doesn't matter if you talked to him yesterday. Uncle Jerry, hey, it's Zach. Good to see you, man. Just want to let you know I really suck at picking football games. And they'll be like, okay, thanks, Zach. You know, and just kind of reacting like, that's great and all. And so I think that'll be pretty good. Um, I had a thought about That's a good one. Okay, that's that's good. That doesn't involve, like, you, the way you teed it up, I thought it was going to be way worse than that. So well, actually, you know, you did a good job anchoring that because now I'm not all that disappointed. See, there you go. And, and also, I think we'll have video stuff. So I don't know if we can do trying to think what punishments would be good for a video that we could play like i thought about singing you know britney spears or something or, or that would you be know, hilarious or, or even I'd love to see nick do britney spears <laughs> i think that would be hilarious because also <laughs> you have that video forever now so it's saved and you can always go back to it um, yeah, it's never going away no for sure and that's i'm like that's gonna be gold and then i also thought of the other one so instead of calling a family member you have to go like to the grocery store and on video announced to the whole grocery store that you suck at picking football games. Like just Yeah, or like, like wear like one of the posters, you know, like the signs, like yes. uh yes. you know that people would put on their dogs, like I, I shit in the house or you know, like <laughs> I, I I lost my fantasy my football league curtains. or something. Yeah. Yeah, just like I suck at picking football games. Please th- throw tomatoes at me. I think that would be great, <laughs> or I think wearing you know, for instance, like you wearing a Lions or not even you don't like the you don't hate the Lions that much. How about the the Bears uh, team you hate? You would that would have, be that would be salt in the wound. You would have to wear a Bears jersey into a public place, and then I don't know. Just I'm trying to think of what just stuff like that. I think that stuff would be fucking gold though. Yeah, yeah. We we had one of those bets in high school. It was like the one year Michigan actually beat Ohio State, so I won that bet, and everybody else had to wear Michigan stuff to school. See, that's but good. uh. But yeah, no, like if I if you made me wear like bears or or buckeye stuff, just terrible. See, I think we yeah. could we could come up with a lot of funny ideas. And by the way, anybody out there listening that's gonna be listening to the football show, chime in. Go ahead and email me, TJ Weber at WeberYellMedia.com. Let us know some good uh punishment, because I think that would just make it hilarious. So it's gonna be fun. I mean, I'm I'm pumped up about it. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I think we are growing uh immensely. I mean, each year just seems to be getting better and I'm not gonna lie. Again, we don't hide anything from our audience. Um, you know, sponsorships are tough this year. We we do have a couple coming back on board, which we're we're just so glad to have them. They're two amazing people. Um, but the other ones, again, we understand why it's 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 a pandemic. I mean, people are struggling right now, and um, it's been tough because we also wanted to do live shows, but we've realized number one for production reasons, I think it's gonna look even better and sound even better than last year. But also, it's just it, it is a hassle. I mean, the the show you saw. You know, Nick and I, especially, and, and Dad and Zook at times would come in early. We had to set up all the fucking equipment. We had to test it. We had to run it. And it was a lot of work. That's being generous. I think I helped set up equipment like once. <laughs> you still help, though. <laughs> You're still part of the team. But, you know, it, it takes a lot. So we uh, we will be doing it from the studio this year. We are uh, appreciative of all the sponsors we've had in the past, and I know they'll be back on board. We've had a lot of, lot of them say already, we apologize. We can't do it this year, but definitely get it back in touch next year. So um, we are going to have some back, but we uh, we have to run with it. You know, that's the way it is. It's just it's business, and there's a lot of businesses going through the same shit. So yeah, well, and that's never been the end all be all. You know, right. like and you you know the cool thing about it is you take the you take the product this year, and you're right. Like logistically, it's going to be so much smoother. Oh God, running yeah. uh, from the studio you know, every week. So I think that's going to, you know, that'll actually help viewership because then you won't have, you know, video skipping, you won't have, uh, you know, the breaks in the action because while we do podcast the Sunday show, most of the viewership comes from the live portion on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a great display of, you know, really, really what, what, what it is. And 
you know, it's, it's, it's just a fun, you know, Sunday morning, uh, you know, a PFT commenter, uh, Barstool oh, yeah. says, how do you get ready for NFL yes. Sunday? Yes. You get ready for NFL Sunday by, uh, watching the, watching the BOTB football show now, now from the 50, from the, from 50. the 50. Yes. We, live show. So that's the other thing. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not happy to say we've changed the name. Uh, we actually changed the name mid season last year. And then we changed it four times now. Okay, so we finally, I think, have a name that's going to well, stay. Well, in our defense, like the first year, I, I feel like you got to give a pass. Like the football show to, to be, be named, named later, later. Yeah. that was always just a placeholder. Right. And then we called the football show because we didn't even know what else to call it. <laughs> right. We still wanted it to be on brand. And then we finally were like, okay, let's actually give it a name. And then we, so we kept with the we kept with the on the balcony theme. Right. So now we're finally now we finally have it branded. It's not changing again. It is not, not. changing again. From the is a good one. It is. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna roll. We're gonna steam full steam ahead from the fifty. Yes, and I think from the fifty, the reason we changed it again. And thank you, Zook. I mean, you're right. I'm I'm too hard on us. I think we've only changed it once. Technically, you're right. I mean, that's you know. Yeah. I think yeah. I mean, fine. we changed it. We changed it from. We changed it from blitz to this. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so one change. So everybody get off my ass. Like, it's, it's one change. Fuck. <laughs> um, but I... You've been giving you shit? Always. I mean, come on. Everybody always gives us shit. I mean, which is <laughs> which I like our audience because that's the whole brand. I get it, man. I would do the same thing. But I think from the 50, the reason we changed it for the last time is I want to give the show a chance to grow by itself. So if that makes any sense, like, eventually, I think the goal is to get our own podcast feed. Uh, we have our own Twitter account, Instagram account. Not sure if uh, it'll turn into a Facebook account. That's, I mean, Facebook doesn't really isn't necessary. I know it is for the live stuff, so maybe we'll do that in the future. But it's basically for the show to grow by itself. You know, Bruce is doing great, and it's the Bruce audience that has uh, extended into the football stuff. Um, but I, I think also we are talented without Bruce on the balcony. I think we're we're just four guys that know a lot about football that can have their own brand on the in the football world. So I, I like to think that. If anything takes off, whether it's Brews, Bras, or the football show, they all can have a chance to do that by themselves. Um, the difference is that Bras is basically Brews just with girls added, with my wife and my sister-in-law, which is great. I mean, they both had, they all have their own audiences, and they both, they all have their own things. But I wanted to give the football show a chance to grow by itself, and I think it was Bras the right gets move. pretty scandalous. <laughs> it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> bras, bras is like you, you take a bunch of word vomit and you throw it against the wall and see what happens. That's basically what. But it, but it yeah, works yeah, somehow. I, it's I, like whenever I listen in on bras, I'm always pretty much flabbergasted at, <laughs> at what I hear on that show. It's something. We, you hear a lot of good shit on there. I mean, that's that's what you get on this on this podcast network. You get a lot of everything. You get a lot of nonsense. Then you get a lot of uh, smart sports information from Zook. Um, that's about it. I mean, that that's who we are. So hey, we're just we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out, man. And God bless you guys for listening, because somehow Bras is the most listened to show on the network right now. Um, wow. So we, we, we can't don't we tell can't, Laura. I, we, I, we, I know they'll get a big head. I don't. I hope she listens to this, but uh, you know, I can't let them know outside of the show that they're the number one listen right now. I mean, that's it's yeah. The hot no, commodity. don't don't tell her. This will be this will be a test to see if she's you know truly you know. For the brand right to see if she listens to the entire thing or i might yeah. just cut this you know and just be like oh i never said that that's that's never been a thing <laughs> so man i I'm, I'm excited though man i'm i'm excited that this we kind of had the own brand with the football show i think it's been awesome i think it's been fun i think we continue to make improvements with you know the show content with the graphics with the way we go about it and it's just it's a blast i really enjoy the four that we have on the panel i think it's a good vibe between all of us um nick it will be different with nick not here as far as uh reaction time but we've had we've been recording brews for a month and uh it's been pretty good i would say so hopefully uh technology doesn't let us down again zoom's a game changer we didn't have zoom last year either you know like so uh yeah he'll be fine he'll He'll be be fine fine. he'll make it work so zook man i i'm pumped up to have you involved I'm, i'm so happy that we got you on board and Hope to have you for a very long time, and I'll let you go. It sounds like you have guests. You, you I think it's the UPS guy who just showed up. <laughs> so, so yeah, I guess that's pretty good timing. But no, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. Like with, uh, you know, the coronavirus and everything cutting down on our, uh, you know, broadcasting abilities. You know, at, at Lindenwood, and then uh, with a lot of the Division One 
football canceling, there's less work to do at PFF. There's just less work in general. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm excited. Be watching for more Big Web reaction videos. Be watching for more uh, football content. We want to put out a lot of stuff for you, even with the midweek show, start putting out more clips, everything like that. And, uh, you know, it doesn't work if there is an audience interaction. That's that's a lot of our show. So make sure you get involved. We'll be on Sundays, uh, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central. And when I say 11, we might bleed over until 11.30 sometimes. But we're starting a half hour earlier than last year if you're a returning uh, viewer. So we'll have a lot of fun with it, picking, giving each other shit, you know, doing our normal stuff. Um, so make sure you tune into From the 50 on the Bruise on the Balcony Facebook page, 10 to 11 a.m. on Sundays. Catch the podcast on the Bruise on the Balcony feed. And uh, make sure to follow at From the 50 everywhere. Uh, it will be a lot of fun this season. So, Zook, appreciate the time, man. Glad uh, we got to do this and uh, looking forward to uh, to doing the show here in a couple weeks. Yeah, take it easy. Hey, what, what are we recording next week, right? Or next week, yeah. I say a couple weeks. Shit. Yeah, it's, next it's, week. Next week. First episode next week. I don't know if we're when we're putting it out. Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah, probably. That's the thing. We're what not going to commit to that yet. <laughs> you're, you're kind of the VP of football on this thing, so what do you think? You, would you rather post on Wednesdays or Thursdays early? Like Thursday morning. Whatever's whatever's best. Uh, whatever's well, we can record it whenever, but uh, whatever's best for the posting schedule. I I I have trouble keeping track of when. I know you guys go Monday Friday, but is is Bras on Wednesday? Bras has kind of been its own thing, so we'll <laughs> we'll figure out a well, set. We'll time. get a day. We'll, we will get a set day, yes. regardless. And there will be a midweek show. Uh, the first ever the from the fifty one will be next week. Perfect, and it's gonna be awesome. Previewing the season, maybe giving some some fanny, fa- fantasy fantasy advice if you're a, a late drafter and uh you know going through our picks man it's gonna be a lot of fun so make sure you catch that i will probably go on wednesdays is what i'm gonna say uh to get you ready for thursday night football so wednesdays brawls will be planning to post on thursdays from now on and then as i said sunday's live show so it'll be uh be a lot of fun but again we want you guys involved so get involved uh on sunday mornings and uh, give nick as much shit as possible because that's what makes the show really run so Always rule number one of this show. Rule number one: always blame Nick. That's that's how it is on Bruce too. It just it seems to work out that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had he has he has that personality. Oh, he does. Yeah, he and he could take it. He's a big boy. He's over in Reno now, so you know, make <laughs> make him cry over in Reno. Yeah, he'll live. All right, Zuck. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Looking forward to next week. All righty. See you later.